The Weekly is supported by the Oregon State University eCampus. Do you want to take the fast track to your career in computing? You can earn your computer science degree 100% online from Oregon State and tap into unlimited career opportunities in any field. Learn more at ecampus.oregonstate.edu slash how. Come with me and you'll be in a world of pure imagination he's been editing that video for the last couple of hours that song is so stuck in our heads oh you're not gonna put this in the video (laughs) (laughs) it's karaoke time all right to the weekly recorded in Barcelona, Spain. That's right, we are here in Barcelona for Mobile World Congress, and this episode has been recorded on February 22nd, 2019. Now, we're hot off the heels of Samsung's unpacked event, which happened in San Francisco, and on this episode, Jaime Rivera and myself are going to talk unpacked, the crazy and cool Galaxy Fold, and the new Galaxy S10 line. Obviously, you can see I'm using the Galaxy S10 Plus, and Jaime has his own. We are going to be doing those reviews very soon. There is a quick note that I want to give all of you. Uh, I will be repeating this a couple of times during the episode. Uh, This is a new format that we're trying out for the podcast. Instead of a bunch of different topics, we're going to hone in on one at the most, maybe two or three different topics, perhaps all related, where we can talk at length about them for about 45 minutes. We want to know what you think about this kind of format, as we have been kind of shifting to it over the last number of episodes, and you can let us know your thoughts using the hashtag PNWeekly on Twitter, and of course, if you're watching the YouTube version of the podcast, you can let us know what you think in the comment sections down below. All right, well, with all that said, let's unpack everything that Samsung threw in our faces this past week. All right, Samsung unpacked. I would actually venture, oh yeah, my phone's over there, but that's okay. I would actually venture to say that this, get it. it's okay. I mean, it's, it's only going to end up being a distraction because I like it so much. Really? <laughs> but we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, Samsung Unpacked, is it a stretch for me to say that this might have been the most enjoyable Unpacked that we've ever been to? Um, I loved it. I mean, granted, I'm I'm in a different place in my life compared to every other Unpacked I've ever been to. I like this one a lot. This one was this one was a very good time. I think my favorite Unpacked was the Galaxy Note 7. Note 7. Okay, so... Galaxy Note 7 and then the S8 were, for me, the best unpacks. Mm -hmm. For me, the Note 7, because... Where was that one? For the stupidest thing. It happened in the... There's this place close to Penn Station. I forget what the name of that place is. Right in between B&H and Penn Station. Okay. I forget the name of that place. Uh, Madison Square Garden? No, oh. no, it's another building. I, I, the link, uh, it's not the Lincoln Center. That was for the S8. Okay. The reason why I liked that one was the choreography that the that the guys that were going to do the hands-on with us, the choreography that they did to set up the tables for the beginning of the hands-on. Oh, I did. I think I remember that. Yeah, was epic. I also remember the Lincoln Center. That was a great venue. That was a fantastic venue, actually. Yeah, and so so for me, the Note 7 was because of, you know, we had just come out. Sorry, that wasn't the Note 7. That was actually the Note 8. Oh, no and cool. so we had just come out of the problems of the Note 7. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, DJ Coke comes on stage, apologizes, and apologizes in such a heartfelt manner. They also had that video package. Yes, oh, yes. Yeah. I loved it. That I loved that, the, how genuine that was. Yes. And so that plus the choreography then. 
So I was talking to the people that did the hands on, and they were like, "Dude, we've been testing. We've been trying to do this for a week. We never got it right until today." Nice. <laughs> that was the first one, and then the second one was the S8 because of the Lincoln Center. The hands on was fantastic. We had yeah. perfect lighting. That was a really yeah. It, I, remember it's, that. I don't. I think it's the only time we've ever had good hands on videos for <laughs> Samsung events. Because we were able to actually yeah. Because you we there was that huge window with all the natural light coming in. Yeah. And then we were able to go outside for spiels and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. But yeah. then, but then, and and then, if you remember, it, you know, the people, the guys that were holding the phones for our hands on, mm -hmm. they started at the front, and then they all raised their phones, and then they started walking out, oh. and for us to follow them, that was really cool. That was that was really cool. But I would give this one a close third, okay, for how they introduced the Galaxy Fold. That's exactly what how I was how how you dim the lights. There's no ladies and gentlemen. There's no nothing. Mm -hmm. It's just they got come right into with it. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, that was so cool. There was a certain stride that I felt like all the presenters and everybody had during the show, where they knew that they were they were hitting just this great new moment in tech. Yeah. And uh, yes, with the Galaxy Fold, but also there was this level of confidence on stage about the S10 line, and I just feel like, yeah, I was just sitting there. I was engrossed yeah. because I was actually excited about everything yeah. that they had they, to say. They, they figured everything was great up until the moment. And I have that recorded on video if you uh, need it for this. Uh -huh. The moment where it was like, it's $1,980. <laughs> the reaction of people was like, oh. And then they powered and, through it. And no, no. He tried to power through it and people started laughing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. People started laughing. That reaction was hilarious. My IG story of that particular shot just has the word O next to it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's talk about the Galaxy Fold then. One, one last thing I wanted to mention, though, is that um, not, to, not to get into the weeds with this particular piece of info, but I... What kind of weeds? <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a bit of a, uh, a situation um, where I wasn't sure if I was going to get a review unit, and I had to sort of like sleuth around to figure out what was going on. And in that amount of time, I actually had to do my videos old school style. But I love that, man. You did great. You well, thank it. you. I, I, it felt like the first few years of my career where you're on a show floor and you have to do all of this content in one spot with potentially terrible lighting, very bad conditions Not potentially. You. Of course, it's terrible lighting. And you're, you forget that one was, about That one was way better than most of them. Yeah. But, but you forget about things. Like It's one of the main reasons why we shifted away from doing that because we always forgot this or forgot that and people yeah. would complain in the comments. And it's not intentional. You just got limited time. Uh, you've got stories of people just pushing you around as you're trying to film. Like the video gets all wonky and everything. It's the reason I stopped using monopods for events, just because uh, people are pushing you around. Yeah, yeah. And when you least expect it, boom, your camera's on the floor. Yeah, I'm very close to my equipment, yeah. and I'm, I have a, I'm, I'm, I'm really babying everything. I actually learned from Hayato: strap the camera to your belt. Oh, Stra strap the monopod. That strap that comes with it. Yeah, strap it to your belt. Okay, that's, that's a good. That's line. what to do. Okay. Well, just kudos to Samsung for such a great experience zone. Um, so I was able to do my video there. And then I ended up getting my hands on a review unit later, thank goodness. Uh, and kudos to, to you guys. But um, we did our unboxing, so you can watch that here on the channel as well. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, but before we get into the S10, obviously we got to talk about the Galaxy Fold. Let's do it. My goodness. Um, <laughs> I, I want to flash back to the Samsung Experience Conference or the Developers Conference when they first showed off a Fold. I didn't even see that video. I saw the Justin clip where he shows it off, and yes. it's just all darkened and everything. 
it doesn't look the final product does not look like what they showed there or teased there. No. I was expecting it to be thicker. I was expecting it to look like a DS, like a real DS. Agreed. Um, but what what was presented there, even without the Willy Wonka song, was spectacular. Like I'm I'm super excited for it. Because for once, we're not just looking at a screen that bends and we're like, oh, you can get a tablet size. There's actual thought put into this phone. I'm super excited, but for the wrong reasons. The problem is we're, we're most likely going to get a review unit, so it's not like if I'll have to cough money for it. Do you think they're going to be very stringent with it, though? Given most that likely a- they'll, they'll, they'll just make it a loner and you'll yeah. have to return you it, have to which return. I'll hate. That's $2,000 that they could potentially lose like 30 times over. <laughs> it's just... That, okay, so the problem is, and that's why it's all the wrong reasons. I feel that we're not we have to we have to definitely serve empathy with our with our viewers, yeah, and our listeners in the fact that come on, man, who can I like if if I didn't do what I do, if I didn't do what I do, I'd be like two thousand dollars. Like I was in Don's in Don uh, Don Esposito's video, uh, where we were talking about all the things you could buy for two thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually recorded a clip that I was going to fit into the unboxing that we did. 4,000 tacos, by the way. 4,000 tacos? <laughs> it depends on where, man. Chelsea <laughs> yeah. Markets, you know? Oh, the the metric for that is always uh, Jack in the Box tacos. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Your, your levels are way low. Man. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, it's just a joke we always used to say back in college. Man, that's five five bucks. You're going to spend five bucks. You could get 10 tacos for that. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Go ahead. But the thing about it was, um, oh, my God. You could buy... Uh, not the most powerful, but obviously a well-spec MacBook Pro for that. Yeah, totally. You can buy a one terabyte iPad Pro with like absolutely everything you could think of, which I wouldn't recommend. But like the MacBook Pro, I even made the analogy. I'm like, okay, so you remember when the first iPhone was announced where Steve Jobs makes the analogy. A phone will cost you this plus a plan. An iPod will cost you this. And so we're just going to sell it at that premium. Because back then, people don't remember that the most storage you could get was like 128 megabytes. Yes. And then you had to buy an SD card that at most would go to one gigabyte. Mm -hmm. And that one gigabyte card. So that's one thing that Steve Jobs didn't mention. If you wanted a one gigabyte card in 2007, it was $100. Yeah. Way high for storage options. Exactly. Back then. And so think about it. You got a four gigabyte iPhone. And an eight gigabyte iPhone, and so it for me the iPhone at five hundred bucks plus a plan made sense because of the gigabytes, because of the storage. What justifies this product at that price? And people are like, it's new technology. I'm like, come on, man! Flexible OLEDs have existed for what five, six years? Yeah, but not ones that ha- that you're actually willingly folding and moving. I totally agree with that. Fine, I, I get that it's new technology. I love Anabongate's video. Please watch his. Uh, if I hope it's already live. Yeah, he filmed the full video where he's like, "Stop complaining." It's it's this he, is this is new technology. It's, it's emerging technology. tech. You're gonna be a f- uh, uh, first adopters are ironically the ones who pay the most. But you know what's funny? He's not gonna buy it either. <laughs> like, do, would you buy it? Is the question. Okay. Would you choose a Galaxy S10 and an iPad Pro over that? I would only get the Galaxy. Okay, if I if I needed to spend my hard earned money. I would, I would get an S10, S10, S10 Plus in particular. There. I would get an S10 Plus and wait to see what everybody else says about the Galaxy Fold. And if I, 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 I would definitely have friends okay, who so get it. What if the reviews are good? If the reviews are good, I have to try it still. I need to have a friend who has it, and I'm going to borrow <laughs> it from them, and I'm going to use it for a little bit because that's the thing. It's been a long time since I've actually had to worry about buying tech. 
But in this case, I'm putting myself in those shoes. I'm not going to buy it unless I've actually spent time with it. Oh, man. I, it can't be a fresh $2,000 down the drain. This yeah. is how I felt with the uh, iPhone XS Max. Because when I started my own channel and working with you guys, I, w I had to buy that phone myself. I felt very crappy spending all of that money on a phone all at once. Especially for uh, an iPhone XS Max, which I actually was not super excited to get. Right, right. You know? No, I... I don't know. For me, the problem is is, and we were talking with Don. I mean, you could get a OnePlus six T for for four ninety nine. You can get an iPad, the standard iPad, because this this the this Galaxy Fold is not even stylus capable. It's not even a Galaxy Note to a certain degree. And so that is a missed opportunity. That is a totally missed opportunity, which makes me wonder. I was we were landing today, and I was wondering what's going to happen with the Note going forward. Yeah, because okay, and the reason why I thought about that is because if you look at the Galaxy S ten plus, it looks like the Note. They the corners are sharper. A lot of I'm like this looks exactly like the Note. That comparison is going to be funny. And then I'm like, huh? Could this be telling us something? Could this be telling us that the Note is going to change? I, it's due for a change. You know, um, I still think they should make a way because now that you can buy S pens uh, separately, that there should be cost compatibility. Yeah, because um, it does feel like the one thing missing from this phone. I totally agree. But uh, so we were like, okay, so you could buy a standard iPad for four hundred bucks. Mm -hmm. You can buy, uh, you know, you can buy the OnePlus Six T. Why? That's a thousand bucks right there. Why would you pay twice that amount? Um, and then, you know, for me, there are certain concerns, like, don't get me wrong. I saw the video and I, it was until the moment that I saw, and it's not the come with me thing. It was, it was that plus the presentation plus the hands-on of the very Josh, the Josh guy. Josh. Oh man. Hashtag, <laughs> oh my, hashtag free Samsung Josh, Josh. We feel, we feel so bad for you, dude. We could see you tremble in that demo, but we get it, man. We go through that stuff too. Poor guy was like yeah. all through the demo like he that. He was very nervous, but he killed it too. He killed it. Yeah. But it's not until you see the demo where you start doing something in the external display and then you open. Like, I'm like, okay, I really like this. Like, I really like the idea. It's still not something I need. It's still a solution in search exactly, of a problem. Exactly, yes. But tell me visually, like aesthetically, it looks really, really nice. Yes, it's not just a phone... It's not just a device made for the sake of the form factor. It still has Samsung DNA. Yeah, it's very much a Samsung-looking device through and through. Well, it, but it, I have to tell you, I have to say, probably the one reason why I'm not totally stoked to spend the money on it is because in the main orientation that I would use it all the time, it has a lower quality display. That's the other thing. Okay, so there are there are a few uh, caveats to going for this product. Obviously, one is the curse of the early adopter. It's the one reason why I would never buy this product out of my money. The curse of the early adopter. The second one would be the form factor. This is the return of holsters. You're not going to put that thing in your pocket. I would. You're not. Come on, man. I, I would stubbornly put it in these skinny jeans I'm wearing right now. And, 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 and would you use it in a specific angle with a purpose or what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's. I I would be stubborn enough. I'm not gonna bust out the LD West, even though, even though Fisher has given me one. I do have one. Are you serious? Yeah, he has. Oh given my me God, one. Michael Fisher! If you're watching this, where's that new uh, light pole replacement thing that he's wearing? He's got oh, the, this like the yeah. strap for his leg. I'm like, this has to be Michael. Like I had to see his face. I just walk into a room and I see a guy with a pair of jeans. 
and with that thing strapped on his leg, and I'm like, this has to be Fisher. Think of like a knife holster on your thigh, but it's for other stuff. It's a toolbox it's a holster. Pouch. Yeah, yeah, it's a pouch. It's literally a pouch. It's like, where's your drill, man? <laughs> where's the screwdriver? I would be stubborn enough to still use the Galaxy Fold no matter what pants I'm using, no matter what pockets I have. Um, granted, we are in the era where men are allowed to have like small sling bags now, but the the thing is, I just in the one way that I would have to use it most of the time, I'm not going to be happy with that. That is the third problem. Yeah. The, the third caveat is why is that external screen so small? Is, I mean, that's the one place where I feel like they had to why, cut a corner. I mean, why are we... I'm not going to unfold that thing every time I need to do something. No. I'm just not. No. And then I'm trying to understand like that whole cutout that they did for the cameras on the open when, display. Yeah, when it's open. I'm like, really? Unless you can sort of like Hold it in a little so it can stand. Because they didn't show that. Because does the f- can the fold go at an a- at a degree? Not there, there are so many questions about exactly. this product, man. We we don't know. Like one thing, a lot. So certain insiders. So apparently, certain publications were able to see this product. Oh. Uh, because I was actually walking out, so I filmed the daily mm-hmm. from the. I filmed the daily from the. From the from the venue, and so as I I'm strapping things up, there's a specific person I'm not going to mention who was on the phone, was probably with his editor, and he was saying, "Yeah, they just showed it off. Apparently, it seems that you can't fully open it. Like there's a certain curve to it. That's, there's a certain curve to it. Ah, oh. so it becomes a G flex, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> I my vi- my video just sort of expounding upon the ideas behind the Galaxy Fold. Um, it's is the not new a, banana phone. It's not out. <laughs> it's my video uh, where I sort of speculate on the phone is not out yet, but I will. I'll do a quick spoiler alert if you're gonna go to my channel and watch it. There is one user, I'm that I'm that user who can't wait to use this phone for gaming. I'm super excited for that. How How are you gonna play with that? Thing? You launch it. You launch it on the dumb display, <laughs> <laughs> and then you open it up, and you got like a big old thing to play a game on. That actually makes me really excited. That's the only application that I think super excites me about that. But ev- everything else, it's going to be, it's 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 going to be an adjustment period that I think most users will not be able to fathom. Let alone spend two thousand dollars to still have a learning curve. Dude, I mean, I, obviously there there are people that spend seventeen thousand dollars or an Apple on an Apple Watch. Uh, yeah. Edition, the gold one, the first one. I'm like, <laughs> then they no. can't even use it much anymore. So I, I, you know, I'm not gonna say that Samsung is going stupid with the price. No, Apple wins that one. I still think I, you're right, and I still think that the price makes sense for what it's trying to do. But or and not but and I don't. It's still ridiculous for most users. I don't. I listen. The moment they said luxury smartphone out there, everyone was like. <laughs> we know what that means. So we have a subpar display on the back. Yeah. We've got a really good flexible display on the front. That fr- so on, on the inside, we have to say on the on the inside. The inside yeah, yeah, it's six cameras. Um two batteries, 12 gigabytes of RAM, triple multitasking. Like now, <laughs> here's the question. Let and me scratch myself. <laughs> Here's the question I want to ask you. Uh, do you actually do dual multitasking right now? Is the question like even in Android? Only for YouTube. <laughs> you know, it's it's. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Like yeah. every now and then, I'll be navigating from point A to point B, and I want my map to be at the front, 
and to see something at the bottom. Yes, but it's not like like these are all cool things to do that the average person will never go back to. That's mm-hmm. the problem. Okay. Yeah, I think I think the pertinent question here is um obviously listeners and viewers, um are you going to use this phone to its greatest potential? And I guess my my preface to that is do you even use tablets in general? Cuz well, I think it's the tablet user that can see the benefit of this. Dude, and and so here's the thing. I find myself always carrying an iPad Pro. But the reasons why I use it again, in my review, I was very clear, they're not conventional. I've fallen in love with Adobe Spark and I use it every day for our thumbnails. I've uh, fallen in love with OneNote and I use the, the Apple Pencil. I subutilize the Apple Pencil into making it my highlighter, but I could use a Galaxy Note for that. I could use a Galaxy Tab S4 for that. I could yeah. use any other one. Like, it doesn't have to be an iPad Pro. Um, but then other than that, dude, uh, aside from day one, which is my journaling app, I don't really... Oh, you use day one. It's fantastic. Okay, yeah. I've heard of that, and I've 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 thought about using it. I'm not saying it's worth every penny, because it's like $50 <laughs> on the computer. I'm like, F- Oh, no way. I am like, Galaxy FU. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> no. <laughs> but, but y- you know, it's... it's I, tablets, oh, and the other thing, as, as you noticed uh, yesterday, I use it as my speaker. Yes. My portable speaker because the speakers are freaking awesome. But then other than that, it's like, it's not a product you need. Do you need a smartwatch? No. Do you need, uh, do you need um, a tablet? No. And I think that that is the biggest problem as for the selling point of that's, this. Yeah. The that's biggest, so the biggest problem for the selling point of this device is that. The fact that you don't need a tablet, the fact that it's not something that you actually that will actually solve anything for you. Yeah, there's nothing. This is literally like the what's what's a what's a car brand that you would see as like a you never need it, but it's a status. A Porsche. Okay, a Porsche. I was thinking Lambo. Or... No, but but if you think about it, like in the case of the yeah a Lambo or whatever of these brands, or this is this this might actually be the Bugatti Veyron of. <laughs> <laughs> of phones, you know? Yeah. It, yeah. it honestly uh, might be. Now, don't get me wrong. We've seen Virtues cost a lot, a lot more than this. Yeah, but they're out of business now. For a reason. <laughs> so the, so here's the problem. It's like you're telling me that you're creating a foldable product to give me a tablet when the ta- when people don't really don't use tablets. Don't yeah. use tablets. And it doesn't really matter if you sell them for $50 like Amazon or for 200 bucks like Amazon mm. or for 399 like Apple. It doesn't matter. People don't buy them. Yeah. You know, and you, usually what do people do? They buy cheap tablets for their kids, mm-hmm. for them to play. Oh, don't give this fold to your kids. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. So I was like, okay, so uh, one thing, very, one very interesting thing happened with the launch of the Galaxy S10. And it's not that I'm trying to segue. It's just hmm. probably what I like the most about the S10 is the price tag. Yes. We're going to get into that a lot. We're going to get into that a lot, but it's like they slapped Apple. It's like <laughs> we're not selling anything at your price. Yeah. And, and our plus variant is the same price of your smaller 10, 10S. That, that's great. Yeah, I got the 10S Max. But Let if me reiterate, they, I was not happy to get the Max. But if they would have been like, okay, it's twelve ninety nine for the Galaxy F. Twelve for the I keep, you keep saying sorry. F sorry. because those are all the leaks. Like. Those are all the leaks. And I covered <laughs> them every day. Sorry, uh, but yeah, think about it. Twelve ninety nine. I mean, it's the oh, it's the or the price of the tennis max. Mm-hmm. If it was that price, if they would have priced it at the same level of the tennis max, that would have like immediately dem- like that would have been like here, Apple. 
but that's that's going to be second gen. This is gonna. This is the proof of concept. High, high price, low, low sales, but the high price makes it fun to the next generation. Okay. You know what the funny part is, uh, dear Samsung? Feel free to use this video, uh, just like you use Flossie Carter's videos. <laughs> use this at the next unfact and quote us over as the quote me as the naysayer who thinks that this product is a you know is is a solution in search of a problem. And then next year they're gonna pull a Galaxy Note. Like we, I, I was like, "What's the Galaxy Note for?" Mm -hmm. And now I can't live without that damn thing. That's true. That is true. Um, that being said, I'm really looking forward to what the Note's gonna bring. Oh, I because I'm looking forward to the Note now yeah, more than ever. Exactly because of everything that we've seen at Unpacked. Not only with the Galaxy Fold, but with these phones, this one that you have in your hand right now, and mine's over there. Um, this is the Galaxy S10 Plus. So it, it made sense, obviously, that out of three different phones, the review units that we would get would be the ones with yeah. the most things. Yeah. Um, so, yes, we have been using the Galaxy S10 Plus ever since. We both have been on planes. We're actually in Barcelona right now getting ready for Mobile World Congress. We have spent plane rides with this so far, which is, one, which is a good use case scenario. Yeah. But um, that being said, general thoughts on the phone so far before we get into the general thoughts about the line itself. I just like the fact that it feels like the Note 9. It really does. It, <laughs> it really it's, does. It's like if you're carrying a Note 9. A little lighter, though. A little lighter. Um, I love the color. I The screen is great. I Obviously, it's, it, it's, it's, an, even better, it's an even better OLED. Um, I've been playing with the camera a lot. I, I need to do more. Um, I've been more using the screen uh, more because I, I downloaded... Oh, buttload of anime for my flight so i've just been watching anime okay. and a lot of youtube so the viewing experience has been amazing the cameras i'm looking forward to using okay. it across okay Barcelona. so so my imp initial impressions are uh photography is surprisingly better than i expected question there front-facing camera recently got a really good score on dxo mark no okay <laughs> okay so go to my instagram there's a photo of me holding this phone um, holding this phone, and that photo initially was just like, Josh, lend me your S10. I'll take a selfie with your S10 of me holding my S10. Yeah. No. The DR... Completely yeah. blown out behind me. I tried every single setting, completely blown out. Um, then I pulled out the iPhone XS. Snap. Perfect shot. Yeah, and, I'm, and I would, I'm willing to bet that the Pixel 3 would be the same. I and I had the Pixel Three right there. Damn, I didn't think of that. Okay, but but did you get the email? So we just got an email. They're asking us to hold our. There's no embargo, which is great. Like we could pull our reviews whenever we want. Sure. Um, but we got asked to take our times because during this weekend we should be getting an update to fix a ton of a ton of things. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Question there. I'm uh, correct my my memory. Does the front-facing camera have no post-processing the way that the Pixel and the iPhones do? It doesn't have multi-frame processing. I haven't right? gone that far. I, I don't think they've ever put it in the front-facing camera. No. I don't think so, because he's right. Um, the dynamic range on the front-facing camera does need work. It does, it does need, need tuning. It does need tuning. That said, when you know, as far as the subject is in focus... The details are fine. Oh, so it, there's nothing like if you're not shooting with like a white or 
you know, like what he's like a lit background. What he looks like right now. This is called dynamic range. That. Yeah. That, you know, and, and so it's, it's no, but it's very hard for cameras to get it right. Of course. And I, and I'll tell you this much, like, it doesn't matter what professional camera you have. It's very difficult. Thing about it is that's when you get pixels and iPhone tennis, the, the iPhone tennis. Mm hmm. The iPhone 10 was trash, but the iPhone 10s, like they really, really tweaked that. Yeah, they really learned how to. Because that's the thing, smartphones, the, the laws of physics don't allow. Don't they allow. simply don't allow for amazing DR dynamic range on that tiny little sensor. Yeah, it's very difficult. Which is why multi-frame processing, which is why post-processing has become computational photography. There yeah. you go. That which is why that has become so important. So I'm I'm not giving the phone a pass. I don't I don't like the DR on the front. Definitely not. I love the 4K on the front. <laughs> Even if the DR is bad, at least the yes. details are high. Yes, but the the um, I'm trying to remember what doesn't work in 4K. I tried. I tried. There's to, still stabilization. It's not the steady shot. On the it's front. not. It's not the same. Well, steady shot doesn't work regardless on the front camera. Yeah, exactly. But, but it had. But there is a stabilization. Okay, and and as I was telling you when we were coming in the cab, mm -hmm. uh, one thing, uh, that uh, super stable mode actually is working on the wide angle. For me, that was surprising. That I need to see that so, actually happen. Okay, so uh, viewers and listeners, well, listeners, you won't be able to see this. Um, we'll we'll figure out a way to show you. But see, if you move into into video and you remove the the super stabilization, you crop in. Oh. You crop in, and then when you enable stabilization, the super steady mode, you crop out. Oh. Okay. So it's using the wide angle. And most likely what it's doing, because it's 16, megapi 16 megapixels, right? On the wide, yes. Yeah, on the wide. It's probably cropping from that and playing some crazy amount. It's like a GoPro. That's, I it's, mean... It's using the same strategy as the GoPro. It's just, it's smart. Exactly. It's pretty smart. I'm, I'm not going to lie. And yeah. as long as the quality is still high, you get your stabilization. Yeah, and this pretty much means that there's no reason why the S10e doesn't have that. Well, because it has a wide angle. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I, well, and we don't know. We I didn't play enough with the S10e to know, but uh, that means that like honestly, it should have it. It because, should have it. Yeah, it should have it. It should have it. And I'm not gonna lie, the S10e was my favorite. I I was I was I was hoping that they gave me a choice to pick one, but no. Well, let's let, let's talk a little bit more about that wide angle. Mm -hmm. There 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 are a bunch of lenses on the back here. You get telephoto. You get ultra wide. You get the regular sensor. Um, and you I remember when you became a believer in the wide angle on, I want to say, I forget which phone it was. I think it was the, the, the G6. There's the G6, right? Yeah, the G6. We were here in Barcelona. Yeah. And you were trying to get a picture in one of the many alleyways where there's not a lot of space. Yeah. And you got it using that wide angle. Yeah. That's when you became a believer. I remember yeah. you were talking about that. Now we have it on so many other phones, and it's now on a Samsung, which it's just so exciting. Yeah. Because LG, we love you. You were pioneer. Come on, you guys have to step it up because everybody else, Huawei, Samsung, probably next year, who knows, Apple might put one on their phone too. What's going to happen at that point? This wide-angle craziness is going to be part of 2019. But, you know, I think that LG has been doing it right. The problem is their, just their photography. It's like it's so G4. I, yeah. I'm hoping that they do something with the G8. I doubt it given the rumors and mm -hmm. the leaks. Um, but that's really... The problem with LG, I mean, they was they were stubborn in not adopting larger microns on their on their sensors, mm. um, and their post profit. Like I think LG was the company that invented post processing. Yeah, I think so. Too. I would I would say that LG was. Yeah. 
because they were the first company where we noticed it. On because the G4, there was uh, LGG four. It's yeah. like wow. Yeah, the over sharpening and the, no. the aggressive noise reduction. So the G three was the one that was like terrible aggressive noise reduction and over sharpening, and then they came out with the G four, and it's like wow, like beautiful dynamic range. Things changed. Great yeah. color, but you, we knew that it was a subpar sensor. It, that's the first time that we saw subpar hardware being well tweaked by by software. Yeah. The okay. problem the problem is that for when was the G4 2014? I think so. So 5 years ago it made a lot of sense. It's just can we please move away from 2014? 2014, 2015 something like that. Yeah. Cuz yeah. obviously every other company picked up on it and took it forward. Yeah. 100%. Um well, I mean, across the board here we're very happy that the wide angle is there. And like we like like Jaime just mentioned, it is also on the S10e, which is actually the lowest tier of the S10 line still has a wide angle. Yeah. Thank God someone's finally realizing telephoto's not that useful. <laughs> I I use it a lot. Do I you? I do love telephoto for I love street photography. Okay. I, I love street that. photography and for me, it's like right now that I've been playing with that wide angle lens on the on the GH5, I do miss the the I do miss the, the tight the tightness of a, of a telephoto. Of a long lens, yeah. Of, not, not, sorry, not of a long lens, but just of less, you know, of a 15 millimeter, of a 20 millimeter. Yeah. It's just there are certain times when you're on the street where that becomes so convenient. You don't have to zoom into anything. You know, you have the advantage that your aperture is fixed. And so, it, it, I don't know, man. But I, I, I honestly believe that for most people out there, telephoto was just a means to an end to get good portrait modes. Which wasn't good. With, yeah, which, it, which wasn't even perfect. Which wasn't But I think perfect. most people out there will adopt the wide angle at a faster rate than they ever did the Well, telephoto. and LG proved that you could do a portrait shot with a wide angle. Yeah. They did it with the G7. And to a if, you, if you're going to just process the photo to get that effect anyway... Just use the one sensor. And, and to a certain degree, I think that LG did the better job. Oh, really? I, you know, I, I love the, the, the portrait shots from the G7. They look the most natural. Hmm. Okay. I still remember the ones that the Google phones used to do where you had to, like, lens blur. That was what it was called, where you had to go like that. Oh, <laughs> you had to do that little movement just to get that blur in the background. That was natural. Anyway. Um, but, yeah, wide angle all across the board. So let's talk about the other phones as well. We have the S10 Plus. That's what we're testing, and that's where our reviews will be coming from, and yeah. whatever comparisons and whatnot. Um, we're going to have a lot of comparisons. <laughs> that's going to be awesome. Um, still have a regular S10. And in, in my speculation video uh, regarding that phone, I said that it would be the phone for most users. The S10? Yes. You think? I think so, because there are going to be a lot of discerning users out there who don't know if they want to spend the extra $100 on a bigger screen and a bigger battery, which is really all the but, S10 Plus provides. But the size difference is... It's not that big, right? To be fully honest with you, I don't understand why the S10 exists. I think it, I honestly think it's for those core users. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I would, I would have rather the S10e would be the S10 and mm -hmm. then just the S10 Plus. I don't understand the purpose of the S10. I mean, like the differences are so meager in between either that I think that that's the phone that's going to flop out of all three. People are either going to go for the larger one because you either want it for bragging rights or you want it for convenience and you go for the S10e. Hmm. And because Samsung's philosophy with these phones is that it doesn't matter which one you pick, you're supposed to get the same amount of battery life. You're supposed to get the same quality display. And it's just a few minor things that are not being provided with the S10e. There's a huge dip in battery. Between the S10 in and the S10 size, Plus. in size, yes, but it's a full HD plus display. 
No, not on the not on the regular. S- on the, yeah, on the yeah. On the E. On the a, E, yeah. it's it's full HD, and so according to Samsung, and they would like I even asked twice during the briefing. You're telling me that if you're offering me ten hours on one, I'll get ten hours on all three. They're like, yes. The battery size differences are only to compensate for being able to achieve that amount of time given the hardware. I don't know. I just think okay. Here's 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 even further speculation. This is not something that can ever be confirmed until it actually happens. The S10e is the phone that will get discounted faster than the other two. So three months from now, the S10e is going to be six hundred dollars, while the S10 and the S10 Plus remain Dude, at retail price. think about it, man. I mean, you have to. You'd get a cheap. It's not crappy, but you'd get a you get a eh, IPS LCD at 780p on mm-hmm. an iPhone 10R. Yeah, like literally, this this Galaxy S10 is out to compete against the 10R. Yeah, it's the same price as the 10R, mm-hmm. which is what I'm saying. That's the reason why it still exists is because that fills that gap, while the S10e is the one that's going to get a lower price faster than the other two. Yeah, definitely. So I think. Four to six months from now, when the S10e is five hundred dollars, get it. Like it's just no, I yeah, just get it. I I don't like again. I for me, my favorite was the S10e. It feels the best, and if I get the same experience as in the case of the S10 Plus, then why? And that's the reason why I'm like, why does the Galaxy S10 exist? Like I was at the hands-on. Sorry, I was at the briefing, and honestly, I I was scrolling through my footage just to be able to put the hands-on together, and I'm like, crap, I didn't record anything for the S10, because I, you, you just forget it. Like, you forget that it exists. I hate that you brought that up, because when I went to the experience zone, and then I went to edit my video, I had the same problem. Exactly. <laughs> so see, that's the problem. It's either you want the bragging rights of one or the convenience of the other, but the one in the middle, for just 100 bucks more? Yeah. I mean, for just 100 bucks more, compare that to the iPhone 10 and the 10, uh, the 10S and the 10S Max where the differences are actually a little more drastic, but so is the actual price. Yeah. So, I mean, the ratio, or rather, it, it, relative to its competition, it provides you a little bit more without asking for too much. And then Thank God for that. And then you've got the case where this Galaxy S10 Plus is priced at the same price as the 10s. Yeah. So that's the thing. It does, it, and that's what we mean by it's a competitive price. A lot of the viewers. Oh yeah, I saw the comments. Yeah, and, and it's true. I'm not. I'm not justifying a thousand dollars for anything. Yeah. I'm just saying that I would rather, like, I would rather pay for this than pay for the iPhone XS for the same thousand. Or the XS Max, for that matter. Oh, I'm my. sorry. I'm gonna bellyache about that forever. But see, no, it's no, the no, only phone the, I have to buy. But this is the perfect reaction. <laughs> this is the perfect reaction because you, you and I live in a bubble. We don't buy our phones, but mm-hmm. then in your case, you did go out and buy that phone yeah. and it was like damn it <laughs> <laughs> i was on vacation when i bought that phone too i was like yeah. there went my money like in two different ways <laughs> anyway um one final thought before we wrap up in the next five or so minutes um by the way this is sort of a this is a format that we're trying out where we only talk about one key topic at length mm-hmm. so something a little bit more focused uh, you might have noticed viewers and listeners that we have been sort of uh, bringing down the number of topics every single week, and we're trying to get it down to as minimal as possible with the maximum amount of content still. So about a 45-minute podcast is what we're kind of looking for here. Let Good. us know what you think on Twitter, uh, hashtag PN Weekly, and also in the comments on the YouTube video. Okay. Um, you had never tried, up until this point, Samsung Horn. No. Thoughts on That's what I want to know. It feels the same. Does it feel the same to you? It feels the same. I... It's it's different icono- iconography. I so I was expecting that more of the controls would be at the bottom as the promise of uh, one-handed use, dude. 
there are still apps that have their controls at the top. Oh, well, I mean, that's Android. Yeah, that's Android. Well, no, no, no. But, I mean, come on. If you're going to throw this skin uh, on top, it, you know, what's what's the purpose of it not to serve that purpose? I honestly, visually, I so I, I do love the dark mode. Uh, I, I actually like that you could sit on, that you can set it on by, uh, depending on the time of day. I don't like the fact that the always on display is now not always on. Oh, well. So what what are the parameters behind that? Because I actually I don't I still don't get it. Yeah, like, I, but the thing is, I love how it looks. I love how it looks. It's the I, cleanest I just, one. I, yes, but you set this phone on the table and it looks like everything. <laughs> you know, which is what I liked about the previous always on display was always on. Like let's the, let's call it ambient display, which would be the other approach. It does feel like the software on this, or even the sensors on this phone, are very jumpy. Like yeah. it, it, it it's always thinking that it's in your hand, and if it's in your hand, then who cares? <laughs> right. It's not going to show you anything because you're going to turn it on anyway. Right. 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 Um, like li- the 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 lift to wake stuff, I I hate that on any device. By the way, I don't. I love it on the iPhone. I can't stand it because when I pick up the phone, I just want to do. I am at command. <laughs> oh, come on. I turn you on. It's the same thing come with smartwatches. On. Yeah, it's the same thing with you asking, uh, accepting a knife to be able to be able to <laughs> unbox a product. I'm like, sorry, I don't need sorry, it. I got this. sorry, Mr. Sparta. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have sharp nails. Let me oh, just say I that. don't. <laughs> um, I actually like it, and I did a couple of tweaks when I was on the plane ride over that I've I've enjoyed a lot. Um, just like on the OnePlus 6T, which mm-hmm. has the OnePlus Slate font. There's the Samsung One font. And I feel like a lot of people are going to miss out on that. You should totally turn it on. It makes the entire operating system look more unique. <laughs> and it makes the entire operating system look even cleaner. I had no idea there was. See, yeah. this is the cool part. I had no idea. Yeah, I, it, I haven't is, gone that far. <laughs> see, so that font is there. And when I saw that, I was I changed it to that font. I was really enjoying what everything looked like all of a Setting sudden. Setting it on right now. Yeah, it's font size and style. So oh. if you have it there and you go to font Samsung One. I think it looks great. I think that's a great looking font. Um, so that already made it look kind of different. I don't know why that's not default. Yeah. <laughs> right? Doesn't it look a little better? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then changing the size of the elements, because one thing I will say is Samsung One does seem a little bit bloated. It's a little bit more cartoony the way that um, original Samsung UI was. Yeah. Um, just lower the size a little bit. Things will start looking a little bit more utilitarian. I just I don't notice the difference, man. It, it looks just like the previous UI. I do also think, though, remember how everybody would complain about the stutters and yeah. uh, touch whiz? Oh, my God. I haven't said that in a while. <laughs> touch whiz. I've not felt one. No, no. At uh, all. Unless you try to open Bixby by accident. <laughs> True. Oh I actually have not hit the Bixby button once. I have a couple of times. Um, but, no, I, 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 it's just pie. And, and there are things where I'm like, why, Samsung? Like, really? Like, Samsung? for example, huh? Bixby Home. God, that's the that that's no there are worse um uh, but like this when you press the volume buttons it gives you the indicator at the top instead of on instead the side on the like side. the pixel is doing it one plus is doing it <laughs> that is a good point. like it's it's that's a weird part that is a good point um samsung still suffers from some of the old tropes you open up a an app folder mm-hmm. and all the icons are at the top of the screen yeah meanwhile like you said the one plus uh uh what, what do they call it again um Oxygen OS yeah. puts all the icons on the bottom row because so, that's where your your finger was that's already. That's where your finger is drifting. And so, yeah. again, visually, th- there are options for you to fully disable animations without needing to go to accessibility. Oh, okay. But I was like, so it's funny you disable animations, and it still is like if it were uh, a fade to black effect, 
where you press and it's not like Huawei where it's boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. No, no. So it's it does this like sort of fade between one and the other. And I'm like, so so you're telling me that reduce animations means switch animation to yeah. a different type. Yeah. I I guess the point I was going to make with Samsung One is for people like us who are really into the software of our phones and we're very uh, experienced with them, like we can see where the holes are. We can see where the design flaws are. But I don't know. My, my, my mom and dad, they use Galaxy S8, mm-hmm. 7. I'm trying to remember exactly. I can't tell anymore because they put cases on them and they're so bulky. Oh, my God. <laughs> but they use, they use those and they know exactly what to do in that version of Samsung UI. Um, Samsung One is going to achieve that also. It's easier enough for most people to just sort of like, I don't know, run around. I still think so. I don't know. I love that the edge menus are there. I I do love there are certain things like the notification shade. Um but then other than that, I like there are things. It, the problem is I've been using the Mate 20 Pro and the iPhone 10s for too long and so I'm spoiled by things like facial recognition showing me my notification. Oh yeah. Like cuz I, you know, if anybody that dates Latinas will know the last thing you want is for your notifications to be visible on your lock screen, but then you don't want to fully switch them off. So what you do is on the iPhone it's just so convenient. It will not show you, it'll just show you if you've got notifications, but it won't show you anything until it sees your face. That. That's and hilarious. so the only Android phone that has that is the Mate 20 Pro. Okay. Uh, that's, but when you do facial recognition on there, you have to tap the not- the notification icons to bring them all up. On which one? On Samsung. No, it doesn't have. It, for me, it's like right. See? Oh, you have it that way. Let's see. See, it's showing you all my notifications. I'm, I I I guarantee you, there's a way. I'll show you on mine later. Well, let's um, see what you have. But it, but it still requires you to tap them. It, they won't just appear once it. So long as I, so long as it's like I don't I I want them to be hidden. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry. No, it's perfectly third, valid. Third world problems. <laughs> I will. I'll go. We'll go through my settings and see because I don't have that. I don't have that at all. The way okay. you have set. Show show me the way you have. All right. Um. Any final thoughts that you, that you have on these phones? Uh, I know that our reviews are going to be coming out sometime soon. But any like any hot takes you can give our viewers and listeners? They're all clamoring for it. The views are actually going up on the videos right now because people are the residual effect of everyone realizing yeah. that the S10s were announced. They want to know um, some hot takes for the people who are on the podcast. Okay. Um, I The hot take is a question to you. Okay. Um, as much as I love my Note 9, mm-hmm. May 20 Pro came out. Goodbye. Yeah. Um, so right now, obviously, I, I have my reservations over the review process of the XO Mark. Probably like okay, so I love the phone. I love my experience so far. I'm just trying to understand why there's no 42 megapixel camera on this thing. Or 48. Or, or 48 or whatever. Like pretty much everybody else is coming out with now. Like I, I think that that is the missed opportunity with this phone. I I don't know that Samsung has because they're calling it professional grade cameras, and I'm like, that's a tall order, man. Well, they're saying pro grade because it has all the cameras. Yeah, that and, yeah, but but then you've got the XO Mark pretty much giving this phone the same score as the as the Huawei Mate Twenty Pro. Yeah, well, it's, I that that comparison, I I agree. can't wait to do that comparison. <laughs> I'm like, all right, let's see what Pro Grade really is. You know, that's the way we do it. That that comparison, I can kind of see. Be uh, they're kind of matched in that sense because it has the same amount of features, has the same amount of focal lengths. Yeah, I can see that. 
Yes, I do think I, I I did get a little disappointed knowing that this phone didn't have the 48 megapixel Sony IMX sensors mm -hmm. that I saw on the Honor. Um, I mean, think about it. Five hundred dollar phones have that. Like right now, I just did the Vivo V15 Pro, and it's got that same sensor. Oh, fair enough. In China. In China, and then we've got the the Xiaomi Mi Nine. Mm -hmm. The Honor View 20, though. And then, and then the Mi Nine got. I'm not saying the pe megapixels matter or anything. Samsung does a really good job with their software. It's just all right. If this is going to be the Vanguard phone, the yes, it's the new Galaxy. That was a missed opportunity. Uh, and and I'm I'm trying to give Samsung the benefit of the doubt here because they do have specific tuning to their sensors. Mm -hmm. And if they were to move to a new 48 megapixel Sony IMX, mm -hmm. I I wonder if just the R and D just wasn't there yet. They're gonna wait for the note. You know what I mean? <sighs> That's they, a good point. Yeah, they just go wait for the note. Or they even have the rumors were that um, Samsung has their own version of that sensor. Yeah, that's, that's what in I house. heard. That's yeah. what I heard that there was gonna be an ISO cell. Yeah. But it's not like a ISO like there have there has been like an equivalent of an ISO cell for every Sony sensor that's been launched, mm -hmm. or at least the most popular ones. And and you can't like, I guess uh, there is proof that they can be just as good. If you remember the S eight, mm -hmm. you couldn't tell if you had an ISO cell or a Sony. Yeah, the but it was different sensors. <laughs> they ran out of sensors in the same way that they don't want you to be able to tell that you have an Exynos or a Qualcomm chip. And did you, and did you know? <laughs> and did you know that this new Exynos is eight nanometer? Yeah, it's there's, not seven. There's seven nanometer. and there's eight. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so yeah. That uh, spec sheet was so funny. <laughs> oh. Seven oh, nanometer no, 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 or eight no, nanometer? No, dude. I, I, and I, and I apologize. Like our, my hands-on video was not just terrible lighting. I don't think I've ever been to a presentation that's been more convoluted. Like. Like, just trying to understand the differences between these three phones is one thing. Mm -hmm. And then you go to unpack that you get the Galaxy Fold and the Galaxy <laughs> Active and the Galaxy Fit. Uh, you know, I, it's a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm shocked that Samsung doesn't choose to make separate events for their stuff. It's just two unpacks. I just couldn't imagine a separate event just for the wearables. Well, no. I mean, they would have. The Galaxy S10 on its own deserves its own, its own event. Yes, and, and the Galaxy Fold, and then the Galaxy Fold, the the you know deserves its own event. So I don't well, know. I I'm, uh, I I'm looking forward to seeing the comparison to that Sony IMX sensor. Just to answer your question, I I hope that the Note has something equivalent to it because I would love to see what Samsung can do with that. Yeah. But right now, looking back on the Honor View Twenty, no, it's not a phone I use every day, and no, it's not a phone that I would recommend to everybody. But when you use that sensor to its to its fullest potential, it is a joy. You just use that ultra clarity AI mode, and you yeah. get super sharp photos. I'm actually trying to do something special with that phone while here in Barcelona, so you can look forward to that. Um, speaking of which, we're gonna go ahead and get into Barcelona um, after this podcast. It's time for all of the stuff that's gonna happen at Mobile World Congress. Um, so you know, given we we apologize in advance for Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh my God, there's so many videos are scheduled to go out on Sunday. It's crazy. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy, but. Uh, spoiler alert, I saw a lot of cool stuff. Oh, fair. That, that week in New York was worth it. 
there there's one product in particular that that you know that uh, that my colleagues are like you actually like that thing and I'm like I think that that's like the hottest thing. So probably the only thing that's standing in between me to love this thing is that particular product. But that video doesn't go live until until Monday. Okay, you're gonna tell me what that is once I'll we tell get, you what once we is. get off camera. <laughs> Speaking of getting off camera, we're gonna go ahead and go into our outro. Oh, before I do that. Again, make sure you let us know how you feel about this particular format where we just keep it very focused on one, maybe two, at the most, three topics. And we went a little bit over 45 minutes, but that's about how long we would want this to be anyway. So let us know what you think about this format on Twitter, hashtag PNWeekly, and also in the comments on the YouTube channel. And we apologize for our faces and just my demeanor right now. I am so tired. <laughs> we just so traveled. We went from... It's, I, I've been like moving around all this time just to, just to not do this. <laughs> <laughs> we, it was unpacked like two hours of sleep came here so yeah. forgive us for our energy levels but I think that we were able to do quite a bit so I think, I think we did good yeah I think we did good too so let us know what you think of this format and I'm going to get right into our outro On that note, that is it for the weekly. We hope you enjoyed this episode and look forward to all of our coverage of Mobile World Congress. Our theme music is Bloom by Minerva, courtesy of a royalty-free license with Argo Fox. You can learn more about it in the episode's description. Follow our crew on Twitter. Our producer, Jules Wong, is at Point Jules. Jaime is at Jaime underscore Rivera. And I am JV Tech Tea. You know me, I'm JV. I love tech and I love to drink tea. Pocket Now is at Pocket Now on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube in English and Espanol, where you can find more news on the Pocket Now Daily and Pocket Now Adario every single weekday. Catch up on what the weekly is talking about at pocketnow.com slash podcast. Also, make sure you make your voices heard by emailing us, podcast at pocketnow.com. We would certainly appreciate your feedback through reviews and ratings on places like Google, Apple, Spotify, Overcast, or really wherever you might be streaming us. Because without you, we wouldn't have been able to make this show for your eyes and ears for now seven years straight. We're going to see you at MWC next week, and we'll talk about everything that is happening here in Barcelona, Spain at Mobile World Congress. See you on our next episode. So the funny part is I wanted to, I hope you cut this out, <laughs> assuming you do keep it in. Um, I actually have the recording with the song on its own, mm -hmm. and I wonder who they got to do the recording, because it was so well done. I, I wanted for the intro of the video to be that, to be that yeah. and then I'm like, we're going to get a copyright strike, and so I used the Justin Dennison's voice under during the recording, but it wasn't like that originally. Well, it could have been 10 seconds of it. So I'd be like, in a world. <laughs> T's up. He is up. Which is funny because this is how I start my podcast, is with me pouring, pouring a tea. Interesting. Yeah, you never invite me to your podcast. Hey, we can do it this week. <laughs> oh, there you go. How am I supposed to drink tea with this thing in front of me? Kind of to the side. I've done <laughs> it so many times. You're yeah. such an expert. Such a pro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mm from the side. All right.